When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. And I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's a Friday morning episode. Um, slightly different logistically than usual. Sam, you are in a different location and have been throughout the week. Mm. Tell us more. I'm at my mother-in-law's. If you want to. Oh, okay. I'm at my mother-in-law's. Uh, I've had to set up a sort of a, a pop-up ad hoc podding rig at my mother-in-law's house because yeah um, as I think I've mentioned on previous episode the roofers are at mine and I thought it wasn't a problem that the roofers were at mine and that I could continue my day-to-day routine and that if anything it would just improve because suddenly I had some mates mm-hmm. then I consider all of these roofers mates I'm, you know yeah. I know their names we have a chat we have loads of really banter. Light, high class banter brilliant banter mm. totally mm. one of them um, got, got do they quite see in, you? I, do you think they see you as one of them as well? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Do they yeah, know that they you do it. podcasts? Um, don't, don't know if they know that. I haven't. I haven't been explicit about that. Um, I did drop in once, dead casual, that I um, was a, an occasional presence on Talksport because I thought that would go ah, down yeah, quite that'll, well. That'll, yeah, and I yeah. could see a little sort of like, yeah, that's. No, did, I've did just you gone up a like, couple of notches. Uh, yes, I, I present on Talksport. You probably listen to that in your van, I expect, do you? Yeah. Well, kind of thing. it was sort of like, the truth would have been, I used to be a regular on Talksport, but then uh, it's hard to know exactly what happened, but basically me and my mate were allowed to present a show that we gave up a, at least an hour of to getting people to phone in and rate Paul Skulls against Reg Vardy. And yeah. really, we've never been invited back ever again no, since. That was the end, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. It was a great way yeah. to go out, though. But, um, what a way to go. Wouldn't have wanted it any other way. Did, so anyway, I mean, did um, the lads not, when you mentioned TalkSport, did the lads not went, oh, yeah, that episode with Paul Scholes and Reg Varney. Oh, that you're was the you. Paul Scholes and That's legendary, man. It's probably the most legendary thing ever on TalkSport. Yeah. We all talk about it down at the... Uh, down at the uh, the the the, the uh, place where we get the supplies for the roofing, the tile depot. Tile depot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Listen, right? They, like, I'm I'm genuinely mates with them. Yeah, of course. Um, we're real friends. I've I've noticed every day. I sort of become more matey. Like I noticed quite early doors that um, they had two younguns. And the vibe was to slightly bully those young'uns. So yeah. I got straight involved in that. Well, you stepped thought, in, stepped in and told them to stop it. No, no, no. I started bullying oh, you the young'uns. Oh, you joined in with the bullying, right? Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. 
Because I thought it would ingratiate me more. Yeah. Right? So one of them... It's so a right passage, out. isn't it? Really? For, yeah, for exactly. Yeah. My, my wife goes, um, go out and offer them some coffees and teas. Mm. And I go, okay. So I go, all right, lads. I have to shout up because they're up on the roof. All right, lads. Yeah. Want coffee and tea, do you? Yeah. So they put their orders in. And uh, then I go... Oh, what about what about young lad over there? He's sat in the van on his fucking phone. You know what they're like, these kids. Yeah. He only looks like an adolescent, right? And I go, do you want anything? And he's shouting something. And I go, what? And he goes, can I have a hot water? And I went, <laughs> I looked. And he's, it turns out the boss, Roofer, is his dad. But right. he gives him more shit than anyone. Of course brilliant. he does. Right, and he's gone, he's looked at me and went, do you what? And I went... <laughs> A fucking hour. I tell you what, why don't I warm you up some milk and get you a biscuit and all? Well, they love that. And then, you know, you know me, I'll, I'll, I'll do anything. My ethics get hung up at the door if I can see I can get a cheap laugh uh, or yeah. the approval of older, rougher men than me. Right? I'll do I'll do anything for it. I crave it. It's like my heroin. Yeah? So then, because I've got a good laugh out of that, I've just started yeah. battering in, poor kid. Yeah. Little yeah, with your fists. The next day, yeah, I'll tell you what, why don't I get, get the kicking? He's a really nice lad as well, but I have to do it, Andy, because it gets a laugh out of the older, rougher lads. And, and that um, makes you feel good. Yeah. Makes me feel good about myself. And um, there's another one, nickname Curly Top. Right. Is he, is he, another kiss could go two ways. He could be bald or he could literally have no, curly hair. He's another young lad. He's even more right. junior. He's like below fucking hot water boy. He's like I mean, 12. it was so good. Because I go, what do you want a fucking hot water for? And he went, it's to put a lem sip in. Oh, bless him. <laughs> well, mate, yeah, bless him. But I'm sorry, I just saw too many opportunities there. <laughs> a fucking lem sip. Ah, do you want a blankie as well while you're at it? Got you the got sniffles, fucking, have you? You got fucking COVID or something, have you? Yeah. Is that why you're oh, no, in the van? Don't, I don't think they believe in COVID, but um, oh, that's right, another okay. story. Uh, and then the, and then, and Curly Top, do you know what he asked for? He asked my wife for it and even she gave him shit. He asked, he said, do you want, do you want tea or coffee? He went, have you got any juice? And even my missus was like, you what? Fucking juice. juice. What? You want a fucking Kiora, do you? <laughs> oh, let's see if I've got any Capri sunlight about fucking juice. Have a tea, sunshine. Fucking unbongo, you little cunt. <laughs> Drink it in the fucking Congo. Come off it, mate. <laughs> but then he'd, he'd got... 21. <laughs> he got. He fucking. Uh, he knocked on the door on the first one. They already knew me because I think I've said on a previous episode. Yeah. Did I say it on air or off air that I hired them simply because they were connected to the Chiswick Soul Patrol? Chiswick Soul Patrol, yeah. So I've already got. We've recorded so many episodes this week, I don't know which one that was in. So they, so on the first morning, so I already knew them because I'd mm. struck the deal. Mm. But on the first morning, one of them knocks on the door, obviously excited about seeing me. Right, for more banter and fun <laughs> yeah. times. The, the, the fella from Talk Sport, yeah. They're like, okay, now what are you going to wear today? Remember, we're seeing Sam. Right, <laughs> put, on your best, put on your best gear. Yeah. Your best overalls. Well, I know yeah. that I'd spent a long time deciding on my outfit. Did you choose overalls <laughs> as well? Because I knew they were coming. 
<laughs> yeah, I got overalls, and then I I weirdly flicked some emulsion paint over myself. <laughs> the kids were like, Dad, what are you doing? Shut up. Some of the lads are coming round. I can't let them know that all I do you, is podcast. What, what, what are you messing your overalls up for? You already... You only bought them yesterday, Dad. What are you chucking paint on them? You bought, you bought them fresh ones. They just arrived from Amazon. Now you're painting them and, and sort of weirdly like shaking brick dust over yourself. <laughs> Roughing up your hands on some pavement. Uh, he goes, he knocks on the door and he went, he, he was just genuinely shocked because I was upstairs still getting my outfit ready. And yeah. uh, it's a bit like having a, do you know what it felt like? It felt like having a play date. I'll like when your mates, yeah, yeah. Your, your mates are coming over for a play date, mm. yeah, yeah, and you want to play it cool, like yeah. it's not a big deal, just a fucking play date, mate. Don't get your knickers yeah. in the twist. I've had loads of play dates. You're nothing special, but in fact, inside you're like, oh. especially if it's a mate who hasn't been around yours, your rig before. This is like, like that time you went around to that lad's house and he played that record. Yeah, yeah, he had uh, the heat is on. I think the heat yeah. is on. Of course, it was. Yeah, he had the heat is on. He was lying frontways on his bed, which is a really cool way. It's to a cool, lie. Look, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort of like a real cool eighties way to lie on your bed. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? And you sort of tidied your room, and it's clear that he's put out certain toys to be in my eye line when I arrived yeah. in the room, but would make out. Oh no, that's where they always are, and I always have the heat is on on the stereo at this time of day. <laughs> anyway, and then. Well, and that, uh, uh, the other thing was like when my cousins came over from Italy, obviously in the summer holidays, they used to come over for, for like a few weeks and stay around the corner at another relatives. But I would be like beside myself with excitement when I was about mm. nine, when I was about Len's age, like so excited because I was going to get to spend time with them, right? Yeah. And on the first day they were over, I was all geared up because there was a plan for us to meet up and go to the park. But their mum called up at about 10 and told my mum that there'd been a change of plan and they wouldn't be able sure. to meet up me until later in the week. But I've been looking forward to this effectively all year, right? Yeah, of course. And my mum told me, and I was about nine, I'm not going to lie. Uh, in fact, I definitely was. So I remember it was during the uh, LA Olympics because we spent a lot of time watching the uh, LA Olympics. 1984. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, my mum said... By the way, the LA Olympics, we should deep dive that. That's the best Olympics ever, isn't it? Easily. <laughs> Sorry, I've uh, gone off on one now. No, I think it, I, no, I think it is. My first Olympics I yeah. remember was the, the Russia one, but only half the cunts turned yeah. up for that. So yeah, that yeah. Definitely the LA the Olympics. One. And it's LA it like as well, isn't cool, it? LA, yeah, yeah it's, it's the coolest fucking Olympics yeah. you can get. Ronald Reagan Olympics. Carl yeah. Lewis. Carl Bam. Lewis winning everything. Yeah. Was and, Flojo uh, in the 84 Olympics as well? Was Flojo? I think that might later? have been 88. Was that the Seoul yeah, yeah, or Barcelona? Yeah, with that big long fingernails. Yeah, Whoa. she was good. I think 84 might have been Zola Bud. Oh, yeah, and Mary Decker. That was good. Yeah, There's Mary a documentary Decker. about that on Sky Documentaries. Yeah. I started watching it recently. Chip her it boring. Is it true that as Mary Decker... Was it Mary Decker tripped um, Zola Bud or was it vice versa? Mary Decker trips all the bud, didn't she? Bud yeah, went off the shit out. She's running barefoot. And you can get, it's quite hard to get, but you can, if you dig deep on YouTube, there's some really rare audio that was picked mm. up from a mic by the oh, side yeah. of the track that they tried to I've suppress. Seen, and, it, and, and, yeah. she, and she goes, have that cunt. That's what she yep. says as she trips yep, her. Yeah, she does. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Have that. There's people think that's a conspiracy. Cunt. People yeah. think it's a conspiracy. It's been added later on, but I think it's real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it con- sounds authentic yeah. to me. 
Um, no, but anyway, I, basically, my mum came in and said, oh, my mum said quite casual. Oh, they're not coming because something else has come up that they've got to do. And anyway, I burst out crying, mate. I burst oh, out crying. I don't know where it came from, but I literally just blurted it. There was no control. It wasn't yeah. a slow build. I just went, ah! Well, I was crying. It, it was been all the excitement just built up. It was so you know much I mean? excitement. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. I was sat there in front dashed, of the LA Olympics thinking, I'd put on all my best clothes. And anyway, it felt <laughs> similar to when the roofers turned up, right? It was yeah. like, oh, I hope they turn up soon. I've got all ready. And then the, my oh, wife asked the door, and it was one of the young lads who hadn't met me yet, but was probably have been told, expect Sam. He's a right top bloke. He's yeah. one of us, and you're not going to get any shit from him like you do from the usual yeah. clients, right? And the guy answers the door. And my, my wife answers the door, and the kid goes, Sam? And she goes, <laughs> no. And he goes, he goes to her, genuine. This sounds like making it up. She, he genuinely goes, Sam's girlfriend? <laughs> and she goes, well, uh, my name's Anna and I am Sam's wife. But yeah, fair enough. Like that. And he goes, Close oh. enough. Yeah. And then, then I don't know where it went from there. But it's just brilliant. <laughs> Sam? No. Sam's girlfriend? <laughs> she quite liked the fact that she was called girlfriend because it suggested that we were younger, that she looked yeah. like a young uh, girlfriend, bit of fluff. Sounds sort of exotic thing. as well, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, how many, girlfriend. how many, how many teas and coffees do they have per day? How many times do you do the tea well, room? Only one or two because we come to my mother-in-law's, which is where this all started. We, we, have, yeah. we basically them clambering all over the roof non-stop, too noisy. Mm. In fact, Raggedy Ann, we were waiting for her to make an appearance because obviously Raggedy Ann, our neighbour, is a right battle axe and gets you up about anything, let alone the whole fucking yeah. house being scaffolded. That, and there's scaffolds mm. even on her garden path and everything, right? Mm. And uh, But there's no point... To, usually with other neighbours, I would go, just so you know, we're having this done, apologise in advance for the for the disruption. But you're talking about a woman who, when we have a parcel for her that's been delivered to our door, if we knock on the door to give her her parcel, yeah. she comes to the door and stands on the other side of it and it's that mottled, frosted glass front door, right? <laughs> right. So, yeah. so you see her... Right, mm. standing facing the door, right, right in front of it, and you're so there's only yeah. a yard between you, right? Yeah, and you're going. Glass. You're saying, "No, no, I won't say her real name," but you're going, "Anne, Raggedy Anne, whatever, right?" And she's just <laughs> come out to with play, Raggedy Anne. She she doesn't <laughs> respond. She stands there without opening the door, and you knock, and she's there, and she doesn't move. She just stands her hands by her side, and you go, "I've got a parcel for you." Still nothing, and in the end. You place the parcel on the doorstep. You go yeah. back to your door. You close it. You and then once you've closed your door, yeah. you will see she then opens her door and takes oh. the parcel. She So she'll, she is making a big point of, I will not engage with you on any level, even though you're doing me a bit of a favour here. Right? Yeah. So fuck that. But anyway, on, on the first day, <laughs> she just came out when they were all she there. She came out? Yeah. She came out on the doorstep. I wasn't there, nor was my wife. She came out, and apparently she just went to the the first roofer she saw. She just looked at him, pointed at him, and went, no noise. <laughs> and he told me he just went, he just went, oh, well, we'll try, but there's going to be some noise. And we'll she went, what noise? Roof he went, on. Well, we're replacing the whole roof. There's going to be, I'm not going to lie, 
there will be a little bit of banging. And also, she went, yes, you went, some talking to? And she was like, ah, I just went in and slammed the door. <laughs> She probably, realized, yeah. she probably she probably she probably realised she was beaten. You can't replace a roof without noise. But you know, yeah, she exactly. got a stick fucking her oar in. Call the fucking police. She probably will. I'd love to hear that call. Hello? Yeah. Police? Yes, there's some builders replacing the roof in the house next door. Yeah, what do you want us to fucking do about it? Um it's not illegal They're to get making a roof some noise. Uh so, she so anyway, I've had to come round here which is not too bad. Like my, my mother-in-law lives about 15, 20 minutes away. Uh, my yeah. wife's come with me every day as well. Cause she's got what she can't work in the house with all the noise going on. Um, and it's all right actually. Cause my mother-in-law's been making <clears> me <throat> never mind their teas and coffees. We make them one before we go. Um, yeah. but then if they're still there when we get back, which they sometimes are, sometimes aren't, we'll make them another one. And that's it. Cause but the, my, um, my, my query would was would be about their uh, toileting habits. Yes, that is an issue. I was that's why I asked how many teas or coffees they have during the day. I was well, wondering there, where where, where they go to do toilets. Exactly. Uh, do they do it? Do they wear nappies, mm-hmm. or do they go in the bushes? Well, it's interesting. Like, in well, like, they, like Jeff Bezos makes his warehouse stuff <clears> wear <throat> nappies. I think doesn't he? Yeah, they do um, now. Yeah, because they were. I don't know if the roof bottles, was, aren't they? Uh, the roofers are doing that or not. Like, I did notice that they came in on the first morning, a couple of them asked to use the loo. Um, right. And then I thought, well, when we're gone, what do they do? What exactly. the fuck do they this do? That's my question, yeah. I have no idea, frankly. I have mm. no idea what they how do. Many of them, <clears throat> how many of them are there? Uh, well, when they're full team, five. But, like, right. some days, just a couple. Depends what they've got on. Okay. That's a lot of toileting, five of them. I know. So I, know. I feel bad about it. In fact, day. when I'm out for the day, part of me door, um, and, you know, there might be, I mean, I know what, I know for a fact one of our listeners is a roofer because he actually gave me some advice when I was getting this roof job commissioned. And right. so they might get in touch and let me know. But I thought, should I leave a key so they can get in and use the toilet mm. when we're out? I don't know. I don't know what the etiquette is around that. Not sure it's either. It's hard. No. It's hard. Well, it's you know, it's I mean, not that well, I don't trust can, them, can... but it just feels weird giving your key over to sort of anyone when you're out. Do you know? Well, what I mean? even if they're in, even if they are affiliated with the Chiswick Sort Patrol, it's still a yeah. big thing to do. To I mean, obviously that is someone. a big. That's a big guarantee for me. That's more important than being a, a member of any trade organisation. Yeah, or the Masons or anything like that. They yeah. they have a bad. Obviously, they've got Chiswick Sort Patrol badge in their window of their van, so you know it's yeah. legit because yeah. you can't forge them. They're just given out. And I mean, to a the, 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 I'm sure there's a Chiswick Soap Patrol code of honour yeah. that you've got to play, pledge allegiance to before you join, which it probably yeah. includes not robbing the houses toilet. of. Uh, yeah, if you need the cars, good, good don't nick any etiquette. Don't nick anything. Uh, maybe that's rule two. Li- limit yourself the, to uh, only four or five sheets of toilet paper. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I'll ask what, my brother. Do you, I'll ask my brother I, I, because he I, was a member, I, I, so he'll have been through it. I was never a member. Yeah, he'll, know. he'll probably still mm. have the, the, the document. Or, oh, God, or he lives in the countryside now. I'll go, mate, sorry, I know you don't like talking about <clears> the past, but you know in the, um, the pledge you have to make when you first join the Chiswick Soul Patrol, what's the situation on toilet use and thieving? <laughs> I mean, he's probably got a copy of the Chiswick Soul Patrol scroll that he was given. Mm. 
when he mm. pledged allegiance and it'll be on there. If he unfurls that and has a look at that, it'll be He's on there. He's got some tattoos, but the thing is, it's right. written in a sort of a coded language. I don't know. It's some sort of hieroglyphic type thing. Yeah, it's weird. I can't understand it. And it also has a map on it. They all have a map right. tattoo to them. I don't know what the map is. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Are you finding yourself that when you do return home at the end of the year, or say work, whatever it is you're doing at your mother-in-law's, um, are, you, are you inspecting your grounds for evidence of toileting? Nah. I tell no, you one you good thing. Them. Talking about my grounds, they—I haven't had a proper look. No, I, I don't. I sort of trust them. Group, but I tell you what, they've got—they do have a—they've got a skip me, and they've had it out there for a couple of days. And they, do you know what they said yeah. to me? They said, what? "Sam, the skip arrives tomorrow, and uh, just so you know, if you've got any shit around the house you need rid of oh. that you're going to take to the dump, lob it in the skip, mate. No problem. Free we'll skip get rid use. of it. Fucking ah, oh, fucking hell! I was so happy." I had an old bin, for instance. Yeah. What do you do with an old bin? It was a big metal bin, like you know, a pedal bin. Yeah, you can't really can take it to ages. the dump. Yeah, you can. You want to just take stuff that's bagged up when you go to the dump. You know what I mean? You don't yeah, want to and also like the dump is harder at the moment. Going to dump, there's always long queues, and you got. To, and also, you know, you either hire a van, which obviously I love, but there's expense, or. I've got quite a new. I just got a new car recently, and I don't know if I'm right, ready nice. yet to be doing the whole put the seats down and loading all the junk into it. Yeah, it's too soon to start fucking up the interior, the upholstery. Yeah, free so, skip. Yeah, but it's great, mate. Wow. I, basically, I I currently have a skip, and it's not fly tipping because effectively I'm paying for it. And I yeah. tell you what, it's a it feels great, mate. Fucking godsend. My brother had one recently. He did a clear out of his attic and stuff, and he got a skip because they've they've got like three kids and they've got loads of stuff left over from when the kids were babies, like yeah. old buggies and things like that. So they Get just got skipped. a skip and just went fuck it. Loads of bikes that the kids have grown out of stuff like that. Put it in the skip. And my brother said that within minutes of the skip being used, people mm. were coming along and having a look and helping themselves. Yeah. Word must have that, got round on the skip community. Yeah, there's a there will be I mean? an online thing, yeah, or an app. Yeah, yeah, it's I called, think so. It's called it's called Your Skip, and it's a brilliant <laughs> app, and it just tells you where the local skips are in your area, and people Hot share. Skipping. They Hot share intelligence. Action. They share yeah, intelligence that's, that's, on what's going on. I'm certain um, that's what they, happened because various people podcast, came along out of nowhere. There could be a Skip Life podcast, you know. I mean, not us, sure but we could, could find some other people. Would be good talking yeah. of podcasts, actually, mate. Um, I know we don't we don't go in for awards because 
no one in it's their stupid. No one in their right mind would. Yeah, first of all, they're stupid. We do not recognise their legitimacy. That's very important mm. for us to stress, right? Also, no one in their right mind would vote for our podcast. In a, in of course, a you've got a pit that went there. Fuck that. It's a scam. I, but I keep Ponzi getting scheme. these emails. I don't know how I'm on it, but the podcast was like the main one. Um, they keep sending emails going, time's nearly run out. Get your entry in. Yeah, right? give us and your I'm money. Like, Fuck off. I'm, like, I'm not going to enter a fucking podcast award. You're not going to vote for us. We'll never win. We're not. Our faces don't fit that world, mm. right? Our podcast or is any stupid. World for that matter. No, <laughs> no civilised world. Our podcast is stupid. It doesn't deserve an award. But I've got the shortlist. I mean, the thing is, it's the usual suspects, you'll know them. But I've got, I know someone who works there and I got a leaked shortlist. I'm going to quickly tell you, uh, best right. podcast, like this is the top award, right? Right, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to any of them, but they're all quite familiar. The first one is I Smoked a Joint with My Folks with, mm-hmm. of course, Tabitha Barrett, John T. Wilde and Ollie Goodman. Yeah, Just about Brilliant. having like out there folks which is their word for for parents Um, and it's just about smoking a joint with them I think is that Uh, that from the same production company as my old man's a porno yeah then there's one called Total Banter with Adam Oliver Ruth Whitby Tube and Giles Titmouth which is football but they've got a (laughs) woman on it and it's it is it's pretty mental it's pretty mental they they, they, they they stray away from football quite regularly don't they yeah, they're they're a good bunch of chaps actually. Then there's one that I just love. I mean, everyone loves him, and people already know him from my smoke to joint with my folks. But then he started his own one, uh, John T's Lowell's allotment with John T Wild and Chums. And jo- John T, he for John T's like, I mean, he's lots of things. He's a, he's a comedian. He's mm. uh, obviously a podcaster. He's um, he's he's very funny on Instagram and Twitter, um, but he's got his lols allotment. And the idea is is that he he basically has a little shed on an allotment, and his yeah. friends, who are often other podcasters or comics, just come and they just have lol times. Is, is it it's imaginary? Fu- it an is. imaginary allotment, or a, a I can't one? work out whether it's imaginary. There's sound effects, oh, right, but yeah. he's one of these guys who's really good at doing things on Garage Band and stuff. Yeah, so he yeah. might just be creating it. I don't know, but it's it is actually pretty. Um, what's the word? Surreal at times. That's what I like about it. It's I've, surreal. I've heard. I've heard that one's got almost two and a half thousand listeners. So yes, yeah, that's, that's really is, good. It's doing well. Yeah. Uh, then there's a really funny one with two broadcasters who you'll know. They've they've had a couple of things they've done on Radio Four before. They they pop up on things like the new show. It's called Cringe with Jemima Woodley oh. Brown and Olivia Lancaster. And what it is, is that these two really funny women yeah. and they basically have other guests on, other comedians and podcasts each week. And they, you have to tell them your top five cringes ever. And it's all yeah. stuff like, oh, I remember falling over once. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or I remember really badly needing a wee and on the way home once and having to wee in a bush, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, it's funny. Pure, because pure cringe. We all love cringe. Pure then there's cringe. a really good one uh, called, I mean, this is one loads of times before you'll know it, Prosecco Playdate with Poppy Headley Bowen and Tabitha Barrett. Um, yeah. Tabitha Barrett, of course, also nominated for I Spoke to Joint with My Folks. But what's yeah. good about them is they're mums, but they're not like the kind of classic, <laughs> uh, they can do it, uh, oh, they're perfect, you know, like your Kirsty yeah, Allsop yeah. kind of mums. They're just like mums, yeah. but they love to have a drink and, they're, well, and sometimes they're just like, alcohol. fuck it. Alcohol yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah, they've they've got pretty. I mean, to be honest, 
I think they're alcoholics, but it's really funny. <laughs> and um, yeah. and they're just like, do you know what I mean? Like, huh, yeah, fuck making organic muffins. Sometimes I just buy them from Tesco. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's really good because it's really? down to earth and you can relate to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and they both they both live in Clapham. Um, then there's a really good sort of, um, uh, there's Live, Love, Lull with Felicity Ward-Wright. I don't know if this is your sort of thing. A lot of it's to do with yoga and spirituality. Right. I've not heard and of that one, no. she invites on other authors, um, lifestyle kind of gurus, doctors, mm-hmm. nutritionists, mm-hmm. and sometimes just celebrities who've kind of had their own personal journey, you know, to yeah. sort of spiritual enrichment. Uh, that's Live, Love, Lull with Felicity Ward, right? And um, then uh, the last one is just a really funny one called Talking Toast with Shane O'Brien, who you'll know he's often oh, yeah. on... Shane O'Brien's an Irish comic, Live at the Apollo. He's on that. Yeah. I've seen him on Live at the Apollo. And he's also often pops up on The League of Their Own. He's really, mm. he's funny. He's from Dublin. He's, he's daft as a brush. And basically every week he has a different comic or podcaster on and they have to talk you through their five favourite toast toppings, right? Oh, so wow. You, so you might have, I mean, I tell you who's been on it twice, actually. It is John T. Wilde. And John yeah. C. Wilde, like, he'll come and he'll go, uh, Marmite, crunchy peanut butter, smooth peanut butter, raspberry jam, and lemon curd, mm. right? Because he's, yeah. he's mental, so he'll chuck something yeah. mental in, like lemon curd. And that's really strong. Uh, very, very, very funny. Um, and I don't know. I mean, that's more my thing, talking toast, because obviously I'm a guy who likes humour and banter. But Prosecco Playdate for all the mums out there, for the mums who are just like, oh, do you know what? It's- Fuck it. Some days I'm just going to put them in front of a film and and drink a load of scotch. <laughs> right? Because, you know, not well, all of us are perfect. Okay? I think as well, um, Jonty Wild, Jonty Wild's company is also behind the awards and he mm-hmm. uh, he makes about 35% off the top of all of the mm-hmm. uh, the entrance fees that come in. So that's good for him. So if he can that's win for him. An, uh, an award or two and, you know... Uh, line his pockets while he's doing it that's fantastic for him well yeah so, I mean he's got two of his own podcasts it, plus he has guested yeah. on every single one of these podcasts two or three times yeah, yeah. but he's, he's, a, yeah. he's a good lad uh, I don't know who's yeah, going to win yeah, but yeah. I just don't see us competing with those guys because no, these are the elite like of podcasting we're, these yeah. are the elite people and we're that one's going to like our podcast I mean Skip Chat if we launch that maybe we could get Skip Chat or Skip Life whatever we want to call it We'd have to get Johnny. We'd have to get Johnny or someone like that as a guest, really, to kind of get ourselves. Is he a man who's had many dealings with skips, though? That's the thing. Well, I don't know. Maybe he threw up into one once when he was a student at Cambridge. Possibly, (laughs) I don't know. After talk a massive about that, night. He? He's always got yeah. something to talk about, though, Johnny. Yeah, he's one of those he's very, guys. Very, very quick-witted. Got, he's got a story about everything. Yeah. Um, maybe we should start up our own one, you know, our own separate awards for people just like the podcasting <laughs> underclass. <laughs> the scumcasters. Yeah, scumcasters, and we run it, and we'll have to skip like We'll have the that. Scumcast awards, yeah. There's a, there's a good podcast about gravel that I know mm. you're a fan of, that I listen to a lot, and it's just two lads yeah. who are gravel professionals, and they just talk, yeah, yeah. They just talk gravel, about gravel innovations sifters. in the gravel market. <laughs> There's a few lo- laughs in there, but it's not really comedy. It is pretty much straightforward gravel chat. Yeah, yeah. 
good stuff. I think um, I think I've heard that Adam Buxton's doing a new series where he only talks to white people. That'll be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's it from this episode. So we've got some predictions to do quickly before we go, and it's uh, international weekend. Yeah. So uh, this could go anywhere. Let's have a look. Uh, first of all, Czech Republic versus Belgium. World Cup qualifier. Oh, Czech Republic, my <sighs> international team of choice because of the huge mm. connections with West Ham. Two best players of the year, Czech player of the year right. and runner-up. Uh, so I'm going to say, uh, yeah, they're decent. I'm going to say 2-1 uh, to Czech Republic. 2-1 Czech Republic. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say 1-1. One, one, one. Uh, then Romania versus Germany. That sounds exciting, doesn't it? I'll go first on that it one. Does, yeah. Romania, Germany. Um, Germany will prevail in this one 2 1. You know what I like about this fixture, mate? Sounds a bit mm. Euro 96, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Yeah. Sounds, sounds, sounds very, very 90s. 90s tournamenty. Yeah. Yeah. The Romania team of that era. Popescu, um, Dumitrescu, yeah. Hadji, all that Popescu. lot. Popescu. Yeah. yeah, and then you remember in '98 they all dyed their hair blonde for the bands. They did. Good times. Um, Prediction, I'm please. Gonna, unfortunately, I do think Germany will beat them. Though they're not as good as they once were. Uh, Romania, I'm okay. going to say two 0 Germany. Two 0 Germany. All right. Uh, Albania versus England. I don't know about you, but I went to Sainsbury's during the England match last night. Um, I just could be fucking asked with it. I, I actually go. watched it because. Um, I wasn't watching. I didn't know it was on, and then I got a text from some mates on a group chat saying it was on, and that Jesse Lingard was playing well. So you know, sometimes it's nice to watch so your own club yeah. players. So I had a look. It was all right. I'll say yeah, uh, I guess England three, Albania nil. Okay, um, I think it will be. I'm going to go same three nil. Yeah, mm. uh, Austria versus the Faroe Islands. I'll go first on this. <laughs> I think this is good. <laughs> That's a fucking mental What's funny about game, that? isn't it? I don't know, just hilarious. <laughs> Austria just versus football, the Faroe Islands. so stupid. 4-0 uh, <laughs> to Austria. Oh, what a waste football of time. Football is stupid, isn't it? Yeah. It's so stupid. Um, but, you know, what else are you going to do with your life? Uh, Austria, three, Faroe, Faroe Islands, nil. <laughs> Finally, Ireland versus Luxembourg. I mean, these are all adults. Imagine the amount of time and effort and money that's gone into organising this. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's 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 Klaus von Football from the Austrian Football Association. (laughs) I want to set. I want to arrange a match between us and you lot in the Faroe Islands. I'm gonna. I want to stage it in a huge stadium. Yeah. I want TV cameras there. The lot. And then I want all our best lads to turn up and all your best lads to turn up, and they're just gonna fucking kick a ball about amongst themselves for an hour and a half. Don't worry, they'll get a break. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah, let's fucking do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, just like, it looks well, the, the, the t- imagine the time and organize the logistical effort to stage Austria versus Faroe Islands yeah. in a yeah, game of football, especially during COVID and everything. Do you know what I mean? Uh, hey, lad, we have to do it. But COVID, we have to fucking do just, it. Just it must go do ahead. it on FIFA. Do it on FIFA yeah. for fuck's sake. Toss a fucking coin, lads. Yeah, <laughs> I might just say to them, "How many do you think you would score?" Yeah, Luxembourg. Be, they're going to be, be honest. Be they're going to say, "They're going to say we might get one," and then Ireland will go, "Well, we think we could get three. Fair enough. We'll call it three-one." You, you know should what have I mean? heard just do the that. commentator last night, right, on England versus Sam, on England versus San Marino, because we won. I think it was five-nil, 
And um, but it was five 0 So the commentators were like, "Oh, England are great! All these great young players who've come in because they gave the like reserves a chance, right?" So it was, yeah. it was it was not many first teamers were playing, and he said, "Oh, they're brilliant, brilliant, brilliant!" Just like a tedious sort of bigging up of the England team all the way through, pointless, patronising to us the viewers as if we need <laughs> that. As if, as if, do you know what I mean? As if we need them to tell us that our team are really good, so we all feel great about ourselves. Against San God Marino, the Queen, <laughs> right? And it's like they're going Hope on. You've and got on your and flags on. up and, in your living rooms. And then towards the end, they just go, oh, yeah, it's it's 5-0. Admittedly, this is the lowest score that England have ever achieved against the San Marino team, right? Oh. So they're basically saying, in a way, it's it sounds good, but in a way, it's a bit shit. But then he goes, but, yeah. he goes, it's been a good performance and score lines can be deceiving. And I'm like, what? What the fuck are you on about? And he goes, I mean, people will say that San Marino are, according to the tables... The, the world yeah. rankings are the worst team in the world. But those world rankings are not always that accurate. And you're like, what? Mate, shut up. You're digging up. You didn't have to bring any of this up, right? And he's going, <laughs> I mean, if you are... San Marino, I'm telling you now, have improved a lot, right, over the years. And if you asked any of these people who have connections to San Marino football, whether they could beat the likes of Fiji, the Faroe Islands... And then he named yeah. someone else, some other shit place, right? Not shit place, but shit football team. And um, he went, they'll tell you in San Marino that they'd give them a bloody good game, right? And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you you got to say England are great. Then you've had a crisis of confidence. It was like he was having a breakdown on air. He's like, then he had a crisis of confidence and went, well, it, yeah, it's great. But at the same time, it's only 5 nil. They are only San Marino. But they are good. But then again, the table does say they're the worst team in the world. But I actually don't agree with that because I think there are other teams that are at least as shit as them, oh, if not shitter. That's what I've heard. Hell. Anyway, anyway, bye. Good night. Jesus. Bye, Neil. <laughs> I went to Sainsbury's and I put the snooker on when I came back. That was my evening. Fucking hell. But, Mate, uh, sorry, we, this we is like... This but one? what is... This is one for next week. What is patriotism... Why does it exist? Why do you give a fuck? What is it that makes you yeah. want to be proud of your country? I mean, I'm grateful to yeah. live in a free country. I am very grateful. I know there's much worse places to live in the world, but that's just luck. I was just flukily born on this island where we do have yeah. freedom and relative like wealth, and that's great. But what is it? Why is it that you want to run around fucking going on and on and waving flags about it all the time? I don't understand. <clears throat> Just be thankful and then shut up. I never have done. But I've, I'm not into England as a football team, as a concept. I went off that nah. a long time ago, but that's just that's just me. But we still need to predict Ireland versus Luxembourg. I'm going to go 3-1 to Ireland. You think Luxembourg are going to get a goal? Uh, well, I I'm just said say... they would when I was pretending to be them a couple of minutes ago. Okay, I'll say 4-0 to Ireland. 4-0 Ireland. All right, fair enough. That's the predictions then. That's that. Um, that's it. It's the weekend coming up. Watch all them games if you want to. Don't watch them, whatever. Uh, something else is happening. It's the 100th episode of Beans on Toast, which is the podcast oh. that my, my son does with me as the special yeah. guest every week. We're going to have a little party. We're doing we're recording that this afternoon. That'll be out Friday evening. Oh, great. Um, Beans on Toast. Find it wherever you get all the usual podcasts. I'm going to listen to that. It's and better fun than watching England Albania. And we'll we'll probably just be raging for half an hour about how we haven't been listed for the fucking podcast awards again. 
mm. by Johnny fucking Wilde and his pals. But there Johnny you go. Wilde and Felicity Turner Trumpet and all those other. But cool. she, you know, honestly, Felicity Turner Trumpet, who I think is in Total Banter and three or four of the other podcasts mentioned, she's got a really yeah. funny book about her dating experiences, nightmare oh, dates, right. which yeah. she is adapted from her column in the Sunday Times magazine. And oh, a lot of it's about her dating experience at Cambridge and how so many yeah. men are just play, plain wallies. <laughs> they really are. They really yeah. are. Uh, but she is okay, she's that's funny. It. Mm. That's it from us. We'll be back after the weekend. Um, <clears throat> don't be a wally. Be a winner. <laughs> <laughs> You've got everything you need inside of you. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.